We're in a series that we're wrapping up today called Christ Mess, M-E-S-S. And I want to talk to you for a few moments from this thought, messy emotions, messy emotions. Christmas and the holiday season is what many call the great magnifier, the great magnifier. When, when, when Christmas has a way, the holiday season has a way of magnifying whatever is going on in our life. When things are great, it seems that Christmas can just make them even better. But, but when things are not so good, things are, are kind of bad in our life, Christmas has a way of magnifying it and making it even worse. If you're super busy and super stressed out as, it, as, as you're leading up to the Christmas and holiday season, it just seems it gets magnified. And all of a sudden, you seem more busy and, and you can find yourself more stressed out. If things are horrible in your family, it just seems to be magnified during the Christmas season and, and just seems like the, the, the drama in the family just gets even, even worse. Or, or maybe there, there's drama with other types of relationships that you're facing in life and, and you're dealing with it. In life and it seems like during the Christmas season those those relationships just get heightened and magnified and the drama just seems to just to tip the scale and it just it just impacts your life at a greater way during the Christmas season if if you lost a loved one this year or perhaps several years ago and it feels like there's a hole in your heart it seems like during the Christmas season, it just gets magnified. The loneliness, the, 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 the missing, the grieving just, just gets magnified during the Christmas season. If, if, if you find yourself in a place in life that you're not where you hoped you would be, it seems like during the Christmas season, as, a new, as a, a, another year is wrapping up, it's just magnified that you're not where you thought you would be. And, and, and many people feel like they are just missing something. They're just missing out on something because as they look at their life and, and their Christmas season and it just doesn't line up with what they see on television, what they see in the Hallmark movie. So they feel like they're missing out on something in life. How many of you know those Hallmark movies aren't true? Come on, somebody. Huh? It's the perfect cookies, the perfect cake. Holly jolly, snow. I never see snow look like that before. Where has snow? It's not bright. It's all white, not even brown at all. Just snow everywhere. And then any drama by the end of the movie, how I many know it's all fixed and everybody's just having a merry Christmas? It's just, it's just magical. And you look at them, you thought, my Christmas don't look nothing like that. I got Christmas drama. It doesn't look like that movie. And all of a sudden, you can find yourself sad and depressed. And, and the reality is for, for a lot of people, the Christmas season is one of the most depressing times of the year. Emotions are all over the place. And our emotions seem to get magnified during the Christmas and holiday season. And the reality is this. As I'm talking today and, and thousands of people are, are listening and, and, and I, here's what it is. And, and you think I'm just talking directly to you because the reality is some of you, your emotions are all over the place. This Christmas season, you look at your emotions and it's a mess. And you're thinking, man, I, I didn't think Christmas would feel like this. I didn't think I would be dealing with this drama and this pain and this hurt and all of these e emotions that I'm facing in life. And what I want to talk to you about for the next few moments is how you can have joy in the midst of a holiday emotional mess. 
joy. Everybody shout joy. Joy in the middle of an emotional mess. The scripture says this about the birth of Christ in Luke chapter 2 and verse 10. It says, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news, good news, good news that will cause great joy for all. Come on, all the locations, shout all. There will be great joy for all the people. That's critical. For all of the people, today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Scripture says great joy is available for all people. Joy is not reserved for just a select few. How many of you do some of your Christmas shopping online? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. We we did some Christmas shopping online as well, and I actually got online to buy a shirt and my wife and I, we were, we were buying this shirt, and, and it, we selected it and selected the size, and it was actually for myself. Come on, there's nothing like shopping for yourself for Christmas. <laughs> shopping for myself. And so we're going to get this shirt, and we got ready to check out, got all the way, you know, those 17 steps to get to the end to check out online, and, and we found I'm checking out, and then it flashes that the shirt is on back order. It doesn't even tell me when it's going to come in. So it's on back order. I don't know if it's going to be a month or two or three, but I want the shirt next week. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I don't want to wait two months for that shirt to come in. And so I decided I am not buying that shirt. I'll go to some other store online to buy that shirt. They missed out on some business because they got to keep their store stocked up. Come on, somebody. And what I want you to know is Jesus' joy is not on back order. Jesus has got an unlimited supply of joy. Joy is available to you. He's not looking for it. He's not trying to find it. He's not wondering if he's out of it. He's got plenty of joy to go around for all, for all people. Joy is available for you today because Jesus was born 2,000 years ago. You can have joy. Joy is not for a select few. It's not for super spiritual Christians or just for the spiritually mature. It's not just for preachers or pastors. It's for everybody. Listen, joy is for red people, black people, white people, brown people, yellow people. Listen, joy is for people that are rich, that are poor, that are middle class, joy are for people in the United States, in the Ukraine, in Haiti, in Africa, in China, Japan, all over this earth. Joy is available for you. And I want you to understand something because I realize some of you, I know what you're thinking. Joy can't be for me and my family. I know how I feel right now on the inside. Joy can't be available for me. If I'm really honest with you, Pastor, I'm a grumpy person. I'm a grouch. I was born mean. Anybody sitting next to somebody that was born mean, you know what I'm talking about? Born mean. My entire family's mean. We're like hornets. We will sting you. We mean. We're just mean people. Rude. Angry. Smile. I don't smile. I'm mad. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Hear me today. God did not create you or, hard, or hardwire you to be a grouch. 
Joy is even available to you today. No matter what you're facing in life, no matter what's going on on the inside of you, joy is available for you today. And I want to talk to you about how to have joy in the middle of an emotional mess. No matter what you're facing on the inside, no matter what you're facing on the outside, no matter what your emotions are telling you today, I don't care how messy things look, you can have joy in the middle of your mess. And I want to take those three letters, J. O-Y. And I want to give you three points on how to have joy. A little simple message, but it'll change your life. J-O-Y. How to have joy. The J is this. Jesus first. Jesus first. If you want to experience joy, you have to put Jesus first. Joy comes from God. I'm giving you some theology right now. Joy comes from God. God, true, lasting, sustaining joy comes from God. People oftentimes confuse joy with happiness. Happiness is based on what's happening. And what makes you happy may not make me happy because happiness is based on happenings. So I I get happy on my off day reading the paper and drinking coffee. Old school. I got my phone, and I can read the news on my app, but I don't want to. It's comforting, opening up a paper, old school, and reading. It just, it just it makes, me, it makes me happy. I get happy during the Christmas season drinking. Oh, you know your pastor, don't you, huh? Oh, I'm telling you what. Listen, listen, listen. This week, this week, church, listen to me. This week, this week, for the very first time, I bought an eggnog chai tea latte. I thought the rapture was happening. I thought, oh, Jesus, Lord, are you coming right now? This is amazing. You got to be coming for your church now. Oh, it it was so good. It was good. It's good. I I walked into church today, and and, and somebody walked up to me when I got to church this morning. They said this to me. They said, said, Pastor, for the first time, I bought an eggnog milkshake. You are you happy, aren't you, right now, aren't you? You all happy on the inside? It'll do it to you. Eggnog. Brahms ought to write me some money for how much I talk about eggnog. Give me some money. I, I get happy eating a nice meal. I just, oh, just, anybody like me, just, boy, you look at a nice meal. I just, it just makes me, makes me happy. Get happy taking my wife on a date. Just makes me happy. Listen, happiness comes from what's happening, and what makes me happy may not make you happy, but joy has nothing to do with what's happening in our life. Joy is about Jesus. I'm going to say it again. Joy is about Jesus. Joy comes from God. That's why no matter what you're facing in life, you can have joy. You can have joy in the middle of a mess, not based on your circumstances, but based on Jesus Christ. That's what the scripture says in Romans chapter 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy. Notice what it's in. Joy in the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is not a matter of, of eating and, and drinking or if you get the perfect Christmas present. The kingdom of God is, is about peace and joy in, not in my circumstances, 
in the Holy Spirit. That means you can have joy because of Jesus. This Christmas day, your, your, your Christmas tree might fall over, but you can have joy. Your Christmas dinner might burn, but you can have joy. Your kids or grandkids might act crazy on Christmas Day, and all of your crazy relatives might eat all the pie that you made before you ever get a slice. Your old crazy uncle knows your size, but got it two size smaller again. But you can have joy. Because joy is because of Jesus. So our scripture says in 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 8 says, though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you don't see God now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. Here's what scripture is teaching us. When you and I believe in Jesus, when we believe in what he did for us, God fills our lives with joy. I want you to catch this. I want this to sink into your heart. Joy comes from God and God alone, not from what's happening in your life. And because of Jesus, you can have joy in the middle of a mess. You might not even be happy about your mess, but you can still have joy. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody been there that you're not happy with your marriage or you're not happy with your kids? You're not happy at your job? You're not happy with your bank account? But you still have joy because joy comes from God. Romans chapter 15, verse 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. That's critical. As you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. God will fill you with joy. Notice this, as you trust in him. As you trust in him. This Christmas season, no matter what you're facing, and I realize some of you are not, not living with joy. And if you will trust in Jesus today, God will fill you with joy. Don't, don't trust in money because money won't give you joy. Don't, don't trust in the Christmas gifts you're going to get to bring you joy. It will not happen. Don't, don't trust in, how, you know, if I have the perfect vacation this Christmas season, I'll have joy. Listen, my friends and family are going to bring me joy. No, no, trust in Jesus. Jesus is the only one that can fill your heart with joy. Joy comes from God. And today, some of you need to trust Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You got to give him your life today. You're trying to find joy all looking in all the wrong places. And this Christmas season, you need to trust Jesus for, to forgive you of all of your sins, to be the Lord of your life, to have joy. Some of you, you're a Christian, but you're not trusting Jesus with your life. You got to start trusting Jesus and following his word and obeying his word and applying it to your life so that you can live with joy because joy comes from trusting, trusting Jesus, trusting God. Some of you, that be trusting God to get water baptized today. Can I encourage you to do that? If you're here the Sunday before Christmas, say, God, I trust you. I'm a Christian. I'm going to get water baptized today. The pools are set up at all of our locations. You say, Pastor, I did not come to get water baptized. I don't have clothes. We, we have them for you. Come on, somebody. If you'll drop out in the lobby at our baptismal table, we have shirt, shorts. We have a towel. We've got a, we, we got a shower cap. Come on, tape that bad boy down for Jesus. And go public for the Lord today. Here's what I'm trying to teach you. Listen, do it today because here's what I'm saying. Joy comes from trusting Jesus with your life. J, J, Jesus first. The O. The O stands for others second. Others 
second. Let, let me quickly give you a recipe to have a joyless life. I'm going to teach you how to live a life that has no joy. Here it goes. Make life all about you. Live life like the entire universe centers around you. Wake up every day and only think about yourself. Only do what makes you happy. Everybody else in your life, just use them for your own benefit. Don't help people. Don't give to others. Just wake up and live for yourself. That's a recipe for a life with no joy. When life becomes all about me, myself, and I, you and I will find our joy leaking out. That's why the Bible says in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 3, it says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should, not, should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others, because if you and I only look out for our own interests, if we live a selfish life full of selfish ambition, joy will leak from our lives. Listen, church, God did not create us to live a selfish life. He did not wire us up to live a self-centered life. People who live this way... And a lot of people do. They don't live with the joy of the Lord. Even Jesus Christ, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the lily of the valley, the alpha and the omega. He did not come to be served, although he could have been. That could have been his mentality. But the scripture says in Mark chapter 10 and verse 45, for even the son of man, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the lily of the valley did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life away as a ransom for many. Jesus came to earth to give his life away, to serve people. You know, I, I know during the Christmas season that I, I talk about food a lot, and I don't apologize. Because every year at People's Church, we have 14 days of prayer and fasting. And I know January 13th is right around the corner, so I'm trying to eat all I can. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And, and I'm one of those guys with food. I like sauces. I think sauces make everything better. And somebody says to me, I got this dish, and on the side there's some secret sauce. You know, some people just want the dish without the sauce, not me. Uh-uh, give me the secret sauce. And I want extra sauce, you know what I'm saying? Because sauce makes it better. I like sauce. When I eat biscuits, I want gravy. Come on, somebody. I want gravy, sausage gravy with biscuits. Come on, anybody like me, old school from the country, you put grape jelly on that bad boy and then put your gravy on the biscuit? Come on. Hey. Yes. I, I want some fries with my ketchup. Come on, somebody. You mean the drive through window and you order your fries and, and they give you two packets of ketchup? I'm like, no, no, I need five more packets, please. How many ki kids, how many do you want? They want three. We need a total of eight. Because <laughs> I like sauce. It just, it makes everything better. When I eat my turnip greens, I want some Louisiana hot sauce on my turnip greens when I have my mess of chitlings. Some of you call them chitterlings. Do I have my chitlings? I want some Louisiana hot sauce on them 
chitlins because they're sauce. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm telling you, sauce makes everything. Where are my sauce people? Where are my sauce people? Where are you? Come on. You like sauce? Sauce makes everything better. That's secret sauce. And listen to me, if you want to have the secret sauce, you've been looking for joy in all the wrong places. If you want the secret sauce, it's Jesus first and others second. It's giving your life away. That's the secret sauce. I know people tell you, just let's look out for you. It's all about, that's not the secret sauce. The secret sauce to joy is wake up every day and figure out how you can give your life away. Wake up every day instead of looking at your spouse and your kids and say, y'all better serve me. No, you serve them. How can you give your life away? Serve your family. Kids, serve your, serve your parents. Just give you, go to work and figure out how can I serve? Don't, don't go there to be served. Go there and look for an opportunity. How can I help you with your project? How can I serve my boss? How can I serve my employees? Come on, go, go and just bring them a box of Krispy Kreme donuts. Just come to serve y'all today. Just give them my life away. Don't just come to church to be fed, but come to church and give your life away. Look to give a smile away. Look to give a, make a difference in somebody's life. Get on the dream team and serve people. Get, get in the parking lot, the usher. You say, Pastor, you're trying to recruit for volunteerism? No, I'm trying to get joy in your life. And I'm telling you, joy comes from giving your life away. People are, don't have joy because they don't serve others. Jesus first. Others have to be second. You got to give your life away. If you don't, your joy will decrease. Number three is this. Number three is this. Yourself last. That's the why. Yourself last. Jesus first, others second, yourself last. And most people in our culture do the exact opposite. It's not Jesus first, others second, themselves last. It's me first. And a far, far distance is going to be others second. And You know, whenever I can get to God, he'll he'll be third. And they don't have joy in their life. Because if you flip those letters around, they don't spell joy. If you put yourself first, others second, Jesus last, you know what that spells? Yo, Jay. That's what it spells. Yo, Jay. And yo, Jay's are cool for rapping. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 Jay, yo, what's up, yo, Jay? And that's cool. You're cool if you say that, yo, Jay. Yo, what's up, Jay? That's cool. But yo, Jay won't help you in the midst of life's trials. Yo, Jay won't help you when your emotions are a mess. Yo, Jay won't help you when life is crashing in on you. Yo, Jay won't get you through a storm. Yo, Jay will not help you. You need joy. And joy comes from Jesus first, others second, yourself last. Jesus did not come into this world to give you Yo, Jay. Jesus came to give you joy. He came to give joy to the world and joy to your world this Christmas season.